0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Telalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. from the Evening Standard in London,
1: I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. As the drama continues around alleged Christmas parties at Downing Street last year, an NHS doctor is warning public trust in the government is waning. Today, the Tories admitted an event did take place in the party's Westminster headquarters on December the 14th last year. While an investigation continues into claims several other events were held that month, despite COVID rules at the time stating they weren't allowed. To add to the government's problems, it also emerged today that the Conservative Party has been fined £17,000 for failing to declare a donation used in part to redecorate a Downing Street flat. We now know the coronavirus Plan B is being implemented in England, making masks mandatory in more places. And we're also encouraged to work from home, if we can, to stop the spread of Omicron. But how will the public respond to these new measures in light of the recent headlines about the government? Dr Sonia Adesara works for the NHS in London. Sonia, how are you feeling about the situation in the country as we move into these Plan B measures?
2: I think, like most of the country, I'm feeling apprehensive about the winter ahead. I feel frustrated about what's happened recently over the past few weeks with regards to what our politicians have been doing. And I am concerned about what we're seeing about this new variant. I'm concerned about what we're seeing in South Africa, and I'm concerned about what that could potentially mean for our health service here in the UK.
1: So what was your reaction to these allegations of Christmas parties at number 10?
2: I think whatever happened, whether it was a party or gathering or whatever they want to call it. I think if you think about the time when that happened, it was at a time when virus rates were rising, hospital admissions were rising. We had hundreds of people dying every day in the hospitals. It was a time when people couldn't see their loved ones. We had people dying in hospitals without seeing their loved ones. I think I myself had to attend a family funeral by Zoom. And then I think the ongoing dishonesty about it, you know, not not actually telling us what exactly happened just creates more mistrust in the government. And then at a time when we need the public to trust the government, because we can see this new variant coming, we can see potentially a really difficult winter ahead. The government, again, is going to have to ask the public to make sacrifices, which is going to be difficult to do. And I'm concerned that the public won't follow the new rules that come in because they are fed up and their belief in the government is diminished.
1: Now, the government has said an internal investigation is taking place into what happened. What are your thoughts on that?
2: My concern is that they're just kicking it into the long grass. I don't understand. Like if this if this party happened in Downing Street, why can't they just tell us what happened? Um, I understand that the prime minister lives in Downing Street, so just tell us what happened. I just don't understand why why all the secrecy. You know, if the party didn't happen, then be clear. Just be honest and upfront about it. I think this ongoing dishonesty is what is making people more angry. So I wish that they would just be honest and straightforward and open with the public. And I think the public would then have more respect for that. And then they'd be more likely to trust the government in future.
1: So, is your big concern now that as these Plan B measures are brought in, fewer people will actually follow the rules?
2: It's a really big concern for me. And look, we're already seeing people not taking the rules seriously. You know, I work now in general practice um, and we have patients who are refusing to wear masks when they come into clinic and that's including patients who are coughing and refusing to wear masks. And it's difficult for us to have those arguments when they can turn around and say, well, look look what those in charge are doing. And then, as we go through the next few weeks, you know, potentially we're going to have to be asking the public to make even bigger sacrifices, asking them to do things that they wouldn't normally do, asking them potentially not to socialise and mix with people like they normally would, and that's a big ask for people. I mean, you know, we're nearly two years now down the line; it's a long time for people to have been living under these conditions. So it's a big, difficult thing we're asking people to do, and I and I'm really concerned that there may be. Many people that turn around and say, no, I'm just going to do what I want. You know, why can't I? When we can see they were doing what they wanted to do, why can't I do what I want? But then the whole system breaks down when that happens because this, our... Protection from this virus is reliant on everyone doing their bit. If we have that breakdown in trust, then we're going to find ourselves in a very, very difficult situation.
1: And would you say you've seen a rise in people refusing to wear masks and follow the COVID measures?
2: Obviously just anecdotally from what I've seen personally in my own clinic, but it feels like people are getting more reluctant to, to do things that they're being asked to do and also more, I guess, emboldened in that as well. This is not in work, but I was in a public transport and I, and I saw someone ask someone else to put a mask on and that person started shouting and getting very aggressive. Unfortunately, mask wearing has become a political statement. And I think that's really unfortunate to politicise mask wearing when it's just something that's a very simple thing to do that can stop the spread of the virus. We know that it's effective and it could potentially save lives in the long run. So politicising something like that, I think, is really, really unfortunate and unnecessary.
1: If more and more people do take that stance and try to send a message by not wearing a mask and not following certain measures, what could that mean for UK hospitals?
2: So our hospitals are very, in a very, very difficult position currently. Um, you know, as, 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 as I'm sure you know that, you know, for the past few years, our hospitals you know, pre-COVID, our hospitals were year on year struggling, um, increasingly struggled to deal with the demands, uh, particularly over winter. And we are set, currently, we are set to face one of the worst winters on record for the NHS. Um, You know, my local hospital put out a critical alert just last week, meaning that they were running out of bed space. And it won't take much for our hospitals to be pushed over the line. So just a small increase in, in hospital admissions, whether that's from COVID cases, whether that's from flu and all the other things that happen in winter, could push our hospitals over the line and find ourselves in a very difficult position. I am concerned that, you know, if we do let this virus come out of control, we could see what would happen last winter and it could even potentially be worse than that.
1: So as a doctor and a health professional, what's your message to the public when it comes to following these new COVID rules?
2: So my message to people is I know people are frustrated. I know people are fed up and I know it's that time of year when people, you know, want to have parties and want to see all their loved ones. And I would just advise people to follow the rules. I think the rules are very sensible and then do what they can you know, do what you can personally. So doing things like lateral flows when you when you're going out, wearing a mask, just taking that extra care and effort to try and stop the spread of this virus. You'll be protecting your loved ones and protecting those around you.
1: And what do you think it will take to change public perceptions so that more people do respect these measures and treat them seriously?
2: I think it's difficult because I think there are, particularly on social media, there are quite dark echo chambers that have now come about. And I, you know, and I sometimes have conversations with people who, let's say, have not got the vaccine done. And I try and explore why they're not getting the vaccine or why they're refusing to get get a test done. And then the, the things that they believe and they they're coming out with is quite extraordinary, but they are seeing it on social media. They're seeing it from people that they trust on social media. And then they get into these echo chambers in social media. So it looks like everyone's saying the same thing. And then they go down this really dark rabbit hole and they become very entrenched in their views. So it's it's tricky. And I think, and it's tricky as just, you know, as me as a healthcare professional to try and change that. I think more needs to be done by social media to address that and address misinformation on social media. And then I guess more of us who have you know trusted voices, whether that's healthcare professionals or people in religious communities, or you know, I guess it should be our political leaders, but I guess trust is waning for them. But anyone that's got a trusted position trying to put out clear and factual information is really important.
1: There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's the leader. We're back tomorrow at 4 pm.
0: Hi, I'm Lawrence Telaglio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title. Will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
3: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer.